Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to this Wicked Fearless crew. I am so freaking grateful for you. Holy moly cannoli. Three years. Three years of this podcast. I can't even freaking believe it. Like what? Three years? Okay. I have not done anything for three years other than soul cycle and also my gratitude practice. I was kind of marinating in what have you actually even done for three years, Madison? Like what have you consistently shown up to in your life for three years, every day, every week, every month, year after year? And if you told me three years ago that I'd still be doing this, I think theoretically I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this forever. Like we always think we're going to do something forever. And then there comes a point in time where you're like, oh, maybe not. Do not freak out. I didn't mean it that way. You understand what I'm saying. And so I was thinking today, what could I offer? What kind of advice, what kind of tactical, tangible, bite-sized little takeaways could I offer for anybody out there when it comes to staying consistent, when it comes to taking action, and when it comes to showing up and doing the next thing that could possibly move the needle for you in your life? I feel like we talk about these things a lot. And a lot of these subjects kind of, it's kind of like, it's on a loop in a way. They come up again and again and again, and they always will. It's just, it's just a process and it's just like a washer machine. It just keeps kind of going. These principles and practices and these themes come up again and again in our lives as we come up against different challenges or different chapters in our life that require us to then return to the starting point and, and re-up on our lessons and the things we've learned along the way and then learn more. I think of like that Brian McKnight song that's like, and I'll start back at one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Um, Definitely dating myself. If you don't know who Brian McKnight is, please go look that up. Otherwise, you know, I just feel like (laughs) that's going to make no sense, but I digress. So consistency. I know I low-key want to like, like I get that feeling like a dog. Like you hear that, like that, that sound when a dog's going to throw up, like because you hear it over and over and over again. It's like beaten into us. It's like so pulverized into our brains about when it comes to success, consistency, consistency, consistency. One, it's because it's true and it works. But what that fails to explain to us is that it's kind of a gnarly process. Like it is a bit of a bitch, let's be honest, because consistently showing up for something every day in your life is not doesn't really talk about okay well what if it looks like this on this day what if it's raining what if it's pouring what if it's whatever what if it's whatever and consistency is really dropping into discipline because it's easy to stay consistent when things are going great when you're winning when you're PRing when life is awesome when the conditions are great when the circumstances are perfect and it's on the days where it sucks and your body hurts or this is happening or all this like anything awful could be happening in your life and you still have to show up or you don't feel good or you don't feel like it or the motivation isn't there or you got broken up with or you lost the job or all the low moments in your life they no one really talks about like okay well but you still got to do it then and that low key is the secret sauce and nobody talks about it when you talk about consistency no one's like okay it's really about discipline and being disciplined when you're in the shit storm when you're in the actual like muddy gross, shitty, mucky, dirty trenches of it. It's like, just stay consistent. 
just like stay consistent like keep showing up and like literally to the point where you want to like slam your head into your laptop or a wall or I don't know something I don't know if anybody has that kind of visceral reaction when you hear that because it's like yeah well I'm staying consistent I'm just a lot of times it's like we get tired we get tired and we get burnt out in that on that like rat wheel of trying to do the thing over and over and over again even though we know that doing that thing over and over and over again is actually what will break down the wall or fell the tree and I say fell a tree because I always think of that analogy like you don't cut down a tree by hitting it in all the different places you have to hit it again and again and again consistently in one place for a very long time before the tree actually will fall over and that could kind of be a metaphor for anything in your life that you might be working towards right now but I think the the, the real the real juice is like okay well when I get tired and when I get aggravated and when I want to throw my hands up in the air and quit because I think it should happen faster or it should be easier I I've acquired all these skills like why isn't it working it's usually because we want things to happen on our own timeline instead of a divine timeline and a divine timeline requires us to give up our attachment to when it's gonna happen and continue to stay in the process of it and show up for it I always say it's a not not a matter of if it's just a matter of when but that when is something we attach ourselves to so like we lasso ourselves onto it because we just we want it so very badly to happen for ourselves and that's a very human natural thing to feel like I'm working really hard I should have that thing but sometimes it's like getting to that breakthrough point of like busting through to the other side and actually getting that thing takes longer than we want and then we have to have that spirit that wherewithal that discipline to keep showing up even when it's not happening on our uh, our timeline but knowing deep in our hearts that we're on a divine timeline and it will indeed happen for us that not only takes a lot of guts but it takes a lot of faith and if you don't have any faith and you don't believe in anything then it's going to be really challenging for you to keep going when your bones are heavy and you're feeling weak and you're feeling mentally fried that is personally when I remember I'm trying to do everything myself and it's not working and yeah you can rely on your friends and your community and your family and all the things but I think it's going to be even bigger than that and then you remember okay why now I know why I'm doing it. Okay. And that gives you a little more strength. Okay. I got this. I got this. All right. I know I know I'm being guided. I know I'm not alone. Okay. I got a little more strength. Okay. I can get back in it. And then you like work your way up from a two back up to maybe feeling like a 10. It's not going to happen immediate. And it's okay to have the ups and the downs and the ups and the downs when you're in the consistency. Like I said, it's not always going to feel good. Sometimes it's going to feel like dog shit. And I think um, I've been relating that a lot in class to riding the waves in the ocean. You know, between the waves, there's always like a lull. And, and I think that's on purpose too. I talk about waves the same way I talk kind of about roller coasters. Like if a roller coaster you just went down the whole time, like that big drop the entire, entire time, your adrenals would be shot. Like the whole, the whole fun and excitement of catching the wave is all the things that happen between and like more like, again, that process driven. It's, it's the anticipation, the getting excited, the preparation for it, the waiting for it. And then when it finally comes, it's like, God. That's what makes it so good. It's enjoying those big free falls and then also learning to have faith in kind of the in-between and the white water where you're just kind of floating and figuring it out and having to just stay and stick around and power through a little bit. 
taking action in our lives. Why is that so challenging sometimes just to do the first step? And this kind of ties into number three, next steps. It's like we get stuck in the analysis paralysis of what to do next because we're looking at the grand giant big picture. We see the destination is for where we want to be is so far out from where we are now that we are like paralyzed where we are. Like I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. Taking action doesn't have to be these giant leaps and bounds and it doesn't have to look like this massive, big, we, we overthink and over-dramatize the whole thing. It can just be so small and so minute. It could be waking up 10 minutes early a day to do your gratitude practice. That's freaking massive. It may seem small, but it's massive. Visualization that comes there is a ripple effect. The tiny, tiny, teeny, tiny drop of water creates those massive ripples out on a lake that's exactly what you're doing when you do those tiny shifts and you'll realize that those tiny shifts in action start to add up in ways that you never ever ever could have dreamed of it's almost unfathomable I think as we downplay our power we think that those little minute things even though even though deep down we know they're not minute they really do matter they don't feel grand and extravagant and earth shaking and needle moving but they really truly are I mean taking action taking bold action even in your life being brave and doing the thing and putting yourself out there over and over and over again and showing up and learning and reading the book and going to the event all that stuff matters taking action is it's like cracking the code in the national treasure movie and like decoding whatever you everything starts to kind of fall into place from there when you just choose to take the next step forward and that's three next step well what is my next step Madison I, I feel stuck what is my next step and the way I can define your next step the best way and the it, not easy but the most simple way is what can you do with what you have right now in this moment what can you do with what you have be that your skill set your surroundings like literally if you almost like almost like those escape rooms or something but the escape room is actually your bedroom or your office or where you're working out of or where you might be finding yourself stuck okay what can I do with what I have in this moment right now and start there it's not your skills in six months it's not who you are in a year it's not if you get the promotion or if you that it's like what can I do with what I have in my arsenal right now my dad always says your war chest like what are the weapons in your war chest right now that you can bring to the table that will help you right here in this moment I know this is like a little dramatic but I always I don't know I always am like on guard okay like if this were to happen in this moment or you know if someone were to break into your house what would you grab like what would you do or there's a fire in your house like what's the first thing you would grab what's the first thing you would do um I think about it like that well what do you have literally right right at your fingertips that could possibly start to change your life for you I literally can't even tell you how many times I've talked about a book or something like literally just a book a book that really changed my life or I got a really good nugget from that or I have something that's literally written on a poster on my wall and it stayed on my wall for years because that book meant so much to me or something from that book was so transformational and I'll talk to someone and I literally I can't even countless times I've been messaged or DM'd or I talked to someone they're like oh oh my gosh like my mom gave me that book or someone gave me that book and it's just been sitting on my shelf and I'm like right there at your fingertips somebody gave you that book for a reason because the knowledge or the lesson that you're seeking out so hard in all the things around you or you're trying to go find it or you feel so confused or so lost or whatever it's literally written in that book that's on your bookshelf that you just never picked up even though somebody gave it to you for a reason all this to say 
read the goddamn book. I actually feel like there's a folklore or a story around that where a guy is seeking knowledge and the guru gives him a book and he puts the book away and he keeps going to the guru and asking like, help me, help me all in. And then the guru turns around and is kind of like, did you read the book? Did you read? Because the answers you seek are in the book I gave you that you didn't take the time to read. You just keep coming to me for the answers when the answers are in the book. So read the book. (laughs) Now that we've gotten that point across, you know, those three things I have found seem to be the principles that keep coming up a lot or the themes that pop up a lot in my own life. And as I always say, what's personal is universal. So I feel like those can just be ones you really drill and drive home. And if you have to return to them, there's no, I think like we're so obsessed with progress and moving forward and forward and higher and better and doing bigger, better, stronger. And we live in this socially wild age where like success has to look like this big grand crazy freaking thing on a pedestal when really it's those tiny somewhat seemingly minuscule things that when they add up they create those leaps and bounds in your life those massive movements come from the tiny drop in the water the teenier the shift sometimes can be can be everything and just really looking at over the last three years and being completely honest, there were so many times where I wanted to quit the podcast. That's just real. It's a lot of work and it's crazy to show up and try to come up with different topics and constantly find different people and guests and what to talk about and what to do here and the back and forth. It's it's wild and I do a lot of it myself, which I know I could truly delegate, but I also know I have the skills to edit and do all the things. Thank God and I'm, I'm so grateful for all the transfer skills I learned at school for audio engineering and how to do sound and how to work a mic and sometimes I take that stuff for granted but I think if you are sitting on an idea or something right now that you just can't stop thinking about it I think that's the thing when you really know that something is on your heart you cannot stop thinking about it and even if you try to put it off and even if you try to kind of press it out from your brain it will still come up again and again and again and I think until you take action on it it's going to low like it tortures you in a way and that in itself is the universe saying something like hey this is for you it's kind of like when I talk about the knocks in your life it's it has to come up a certain amount of times you know I think about five years ago I talk about exposure and as speaking of our socially crazy world right now it used to take only five six seven exposures to something for you to make a decision now I don't even know what the actual data is behind it but I swear it's probably in the 20s because I always alluded to how many times you put a pair of leggings in a cart or how many times do you, you know, see that ad for something on Instagram or the cup or the sticker or the another pair of leggings or whatever it is that you're being marketed or targeted for. I've watched it come up a million times in my feed and like the more it comes up on my feed, the more likely I am to actually buy it. And I don't know what the exposures is now, but it's definitely high up there because we have zero attention span these days. And I kind of think of it as those things that you really desire the things that you are meant to do they're put in your heart for a reason and they're going to keep coming up if you keep stuffing them down so many people will approach me and be like well I want to do a podcast I just don't know what I want to talk about and I'm like just start talking literally buy a mic on Amazon hook it up to your laptop you'll be able to figure it out open up GarageBand or Audacity or whatever program Google it Google's your best friend a little bit of grit and a Google search bar and I swear you can conquer the world and I guarantee if you just start talking, telling stories, figuring it out, you'll start to really figure it out. Like you will figure it out. Where there's a will, there's a way. And if you keep showing up for it and you keep staying in awe and wonderment of learning instead of berating yourself or putting yourself down for not being perfect out the gate because we all 
do that as adults. And I don't know where we learn that. You know, we learn it in the trials and the tribulations of when we fail or when we're not treated right or all the little traumatic, horrible things that change our young, malleable minds to thinking we can do anything to then someone says, oh, you can't do that or you you, you don't have the looks or you don't have this. It's like always some weird little chirp that deters us from what we feel like was put in our hearts. But I have to tell you, the more you ignore it or the more you let someone else's fear, because that's really what it is, it's someone else's fear project onto you to stop you from doing that big thing, the more it's going to come up in your life anyway. So just take the freaking action. Do the thing. Yeah, it's scary, but try it. Try it. If you try it for a little while and it's not for you, well, at least you tried it. But I always say better off for having tried than come home at the end of the day and put my head on the pillow and wonder what I could have created. Whose life could I have impacted because I told that story? Whose life could have I could I have impacted? Whose life could I have made better? Whose experience could I have made easier? How could I have helped someone? Like helped someone through that weird ass or hard ass or fucked up time in their life because I told a story that was similar that they could relate to that then they could be like, oh, I didn't have to do it this way. You know, I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to go through that. Or I know where to go now to get help. Or I know it's the power. You are so powerful. And we are led to believe that in order to create a massive impact, we need to have all the likes, all the subscriptions and the huge email list and the huge following. And it's all about numbers and data and likes and metrics. And it's like constantly thrown in our face all the time, whether it's on social media or sales or wherever in our jobs. It's like our worth is sometimes dependent on like a stupid fucking number of like, we'll go down to like a stupid number as like, I don't know how many things you sold or how much money you raked in for your company or how much riders came to your class or whatever it is. It's like, that's not really what it's about. And it's so hard to really deep dive into yourself and believe that you are deserving of more and you're deserving of the thing that your hopes and dreams are wrapped around. So if your dream is to start a podcast, just start. Just start talking, start telling stories. Everybody has a story to tell. I hammer that home all the time. What's personal is universal. I guarantee you have a story to tell and whether you want to tell it or not is another thing. Whether you have the bravery to tell it or not and the courage to tell it or not, depending on what kind of story it is. But the braver you are and the more courageous you are in telling your stories, especially your pains and the things that aren't so pretty, and are really crappy or the lows or the bathroom floor moments or all those vulnerable shitty ass moments in your life, I guarantee if you're brave enough to tell them and talk about them, you will change someone's life for the better. Tangent of the century, but that's what's been heavy on my heart lately. When I feel like I'm not making a difference or I'm not creating as big of an impact as I think I am, I remember every DM, I remember every little note that I've ever been given. In fact, I keep them in a box and when I'm having a really shitty day, here's a here's a tip or a tactical takeaway. If you're having a really, really shitty day, go read a card that someone you love wrote you. Go turn to your best friends, your closest confidants, your colleagues, the people that really look up to you and, and, and love you and go read something from them because that will change your narrative real quick. Any bullshit narrative you're writing or thinking about yourself or you're feeling some type of way about yourself, turn to the people who look it up 
you and believe in you and I swear that will change your whole day around. So for me that looks like the DMs and the cards and the telling me how something got you through some time in your life or it landed right when you needed it or you clung to those words throughout COVID or this got you through this. Like that is what really matters and that personally is what keeps me going on my deepest darkest days because I'm human. I'm not made of Teflon. I am not exempt from those feelings. I just try to not push them away but take them with me I can never be without them so it's you learn to make the space within your life to live in them and not let them ruin you but actually turn them into something beautiful and inspirational and hopefully help other people through their process process along the way that's what I got for you today and I hope that somewhere in the last 20 minutes you got some juice you got some juice maybe it's you feeling not so jazzy today but I really hope that you can turn it around and remember that you are worth it and to take action in your life and don't let other people's words or their fears stop you from living your best life and I'll end with a visual that I always always think about it has stayed with me all these years from a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray among other amazing characters and actors if you haven't seen that movie what a guilty pleasure but there's a part where a door slams in this restaurant that Hilary Duff works in and the wallpaper rips off the wall and it says don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game age old babe Ruth quote still holds true today I appreciate all your love and support over the last three years. Like I alluded to earlier, every DM, every card, every seriously, everything, every comment, every five stars you've given this podcast means the world. It keeps me going. It literally is the lifeblood of the Wicked Fearless podcast. As I always say, no me without you. And I just appreciate you so much. Thank you for always tuning in. Until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.